This is the Industrial IoT Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on market scale. We have seen the emergence of what I call modern Internet of Things. It's really the connectivity piece and the data aggregation piece that is usually missing in the infrastructure right now in the market. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the program. Today, we're talking secure remote access, and I'm joined today by Barry Turner, Technical Business Development Manager for Red Lion Controls. Barry, great to talk to you today, man. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm excited to dive into this topic, and obviously, security is an important topic these days, uh, but I want to start off, Barry, just by getting a little bit more uh, about your background, about your career experience, and your role at Red Lion. So uh, just kind of give us an introduction to you, Barry, and, and tell us a little bit more about uh, about your history and also what you do now. Yeah, so I, um, I've been in uh, communication for almost ever, uh, so I spent <laughs> the first uh, 15 years of my career in the commercial side as a network engineer, uh, actually a network administrator for a college for uh, quite some time. Uh, And then roughly 10 years ago, I came to Red Lion. Uh, And so I was able to take my expertise in IT and communication and then bring those over to the industrial space, uh, which is where it's really needed. So um, and so now it's it's a lot more fun too in the industrial side of the world. Uh, So now I've been here with Red Lion for roughly 10 years now. Uh, and I'm able to take those IT skills and help our customers understand, you know, security practices that will uh, help them uh, better mitigate, uh, you know, uh, threats uh, and issues. And, and like I said, Redline is not here to solve all of your security problems, but uh, we do have some fantastic products uh, that uh, we can put in place to create boundaries uh, between different uh, seg- uh, segments of your network, uh, firewalls, things like that. We do have uh, products that will help our customers secure the network. So, so that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years. And like I said, uh, when I was at the uh, the college, I was a network administrator of, uh, of a pretty large campus. We had uh, roughly about five to 8,000 mailboxes uh, there. And um, so that's what I've been doing. And my current function at Red Lion is uh, the technical business development manager. And what I'm doing now is helping promote our technical value proposition for Red Lion's products and solutions. That's some fantastic stuff, Barry. And I love hearing about just uh, that career path and and how you ended up at at Red Lion. So tell me about Red Lion's secure remote access platform and why it's so important for your clients. So Red Lion's been doing remote access for quite some time. Uh, we just recently came out with a new uh, platform, our secure remote access platform. That's an all-encompassing secure remote access platform that allows our customers to build machines, build industrial products, send those products out into the field. And then if they need to get access to those assets, wherever they may land, uh, and do troubleshooting, do upgrades, uh, be able to work with that a piece of equipment just as if they're local, our platform makes that simple and easy and very secure. And it's that that security aspect that that we want to kind of focus in on a little bit because anytime we talk about remote access, people are going to be concerned about security, right? So, mm-hmm. how do you keep these applications secure from outside attacks, from bad actors, th- things along those lines? So, security is um, is is obviously a very hot topic right now with what all everything's going on. But um, security is is important and it's also difficult. And so, you have to understand what your risk is. You have to understand what your objectives are. Uh, you have to understand um, what your attack vectors look like. Uh, and so it's it's important that our customers understand that, that they uh, take the time to um, 
address those before they start installing. So many times uh, in just not just the industrial space, this is the commercial side too. Many times we're just trying to get something to connect and work. Um, and once it works, we're, we're happy with that. And we don't go back and, and circle back to it and go, well, is it still secure? And so we know it's working as it should, but have we left ourselves open? Have we, you know, this application, uh, water wastewater application, uh, you know, rail applications, uh, these are very critical applications that our customers have. And so they have to make sure that they are secure. And so um, having a solution like uh, Red Lion has uh, makes it easier for them to do it because the security is built into the product. That's an excellent point, you know, and uh, and I wanted to talk a little bit more about defense in depth, right? So so can you go into a little bit more about uh, about defense in depth and how it works and how easy it is to deploy and that sort of thing? I uh, was going to tell you a, a story earlier uh, when mm-hmm. you asked me about my uh, previous career that uh, illustrates the importance of defense in depth. And what really defense in depth is, is it's a, a series of, uh, it's a layered approach to security. So it, it means that uh, just one firewall is not my protection. It means that just uh, complex passwords is not my protection. It means that it's a combination of a lot of different things that you put together to make it more and more difficult for a would-be hacker to actually get in. And so um, the story I was going to tell you is um, when, I, when I worked at the college, uh, I did mention that we had roughly about 8,000 mailboxes. If you go back, so t- today's May, if you go back uh, May uh, 21 years ago, uh, when I was working at the college, uh, I was there uh, as a network administrator for roughly a year at the time, uh, still pretty much a newbie. Uh, a new uh, zero-day exploit uh, broke out called the I Love You Worm. Uh, so what the I Love You Worm was, was a worm that was written in VBScript that uh, would basically email itself to everybody in your uh, address book. And so at the time, <clears throat> if you were a student at college, your address book was all 8,000 uh, email addresses that were out there. Of course, that was a problem. Hindsight's 2020, but uh, we have resolved that. But uh, you could email <laughs> 8,000 people. Uh, <clears throat> and um, when the I love you virus uh, landed in a student's mailbox, it appeared to be a love letter. And uh, it came from somebody that he knew because it came from their uh, contact folder or contacts. Uh, so it, you would have a student just getting a, uh, an email from faculty staff or maybe faculty staff getting an email from student or other faculty staff that uh, says, I love you. And it appears to be a love letter. So guess what? They are going to open it. Uh, so when they clicked and opened the attachment, what would happen is the virus would, or the worm, I'm sorry, um, would uh, <clears throat> infect the computer. It would send a copy of itself to everybody in their address book. And then what it would do is it would go out and replace all of the work documents that the user had on his computer and the Excel documents with a copy of the virus. And so if you had your budget uh, Excel spreadsheet out there that you're getting ready to do a presentation on in a couple of hours, once you were infected, your budget spreadsheet is no longer there. It's now a version of the virus. So when you try to open your budget spreadsheet in front of the board or whoever, then guess what? <clears throat> uh, you were now reinfecting yourself. So you're now sending a copy of the virus to 8,000 other people. Oh. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, so um, it uh, with that many mailboxes and because I didn't have different layers of security or security mechanisms in place, once we were infected, we were infected. So from the time that I found out that we had a problem on campus to the time that I had no choice but to just simply unplug the uh, mail server from the wall uh, was about 15 minutes. So, I mean, we were just, uh, you know, we we're dead, dead in the water. So no mail for the rest of that day. Matter of fact, I didn't leave campus. I ended up working and staying there a day and a half to get the server back up online. But uh, the, the, the point here is that uh, because we didn't have multiple different layers of protection, we had no way to stop it. 
it, it just mm -hmm. ran rampant. For customers, for example, in um, uh, factory automation, well, they're creating smaller zones now. So they're creating sales, uh, and those are isolated from other cells. That keeps um, <clears throat> those smaller zones is a smaller attack service. And so that's one uh, type of defense in depth mechanism. So I suppose the, the, a natural question might be just, um, I feel like we, every time there is something along those lines, we learn something from it and, and apply it moving forward. So is that maybe the, the lesson from that particular worm uh, is that defense in depth and having multiple layers of security is a really important thing when it comes to uh, protecting assets and, 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 and that sort of thing? Yeah, so I think, um, so if you, if you look at the, um, well, if, if you look at the news, if you dig into cybersecurity, you'll see these types of things that this happened recently with the pipeline uh, that happened uh, with uh, water down in Florida. These things are, are picking up. They're happening more and more. So yeah, it's a, it's a bigger and bigger concern for our customers in security. And so they, they have to be paying attention to, uh, to what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and like you mentioned, as we contextualize this a little bit, just given today's environment, it has to be just insanely important to keep remote assets secure, right? Right. Yeah. So um, for many of our customers, like I said, when they build a machine, uh, say a furnace, a, a pump or anything, they send it out to a remote site. If something goes wrong with that, uh, you know, before uh, COVID, it was difficult to get a engineer on a plane and out to that remote site to resolve the issue. A better approach is to be able to get access to that remote site securely, no matter where you are or their site is. And so Redline Solution makes that uh, simple and easy. And uh, like I said, uh, our customers are, are really receptive to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Barry, as we begin to wrap up our conversation today and just kind of uh, take stock of everything we've discussed uh, uh, up to this point. Um, just to give us a general uh, summary of things to, to wrap things up nicely and neatly for us. Or if there's anything we haven't discussed yet, uh, let me turn the floor over to you uh, just to, to bring us home today and, and tie a bow on this episode. Sure. Um, so defense and depth is, uh, depth is uh, just a series of mechanisms that uh, you would use to protect your assets. And so uh, this uh, holds true for the industrial space. It holds true for the commercial side. Um, it is just a layered approach to security. That means that you're making it way more difficult for a would-be hacker to get into your network and cause harm uh, than without those mechanisms. And it kind of uh, it's, it's very important. It's very easy to implement, but it's something that should be top of mind. So you should always be thinking about, you know, uh, are we creating zones? Are we creating, you know, do we have conduits and zones? Uh, where are our boundaries within um, you know, our network? Um, how are we protecting? Uh, are we aligned with the policies you know, on the industrial side? That is, are we aligned with the security policies that the IT has? So, for example, uh, complex passwords. Uh, that's something that sometimes gets uh, forgotten or not thought about as, as often in the industrial space. But as we move forward and uh, right now, it is very, very important that we uh, keep those things uh, top of mind. And we make sure that we are aligned with top uh, or high level security practice like what the IT department mm -hmm. for your organization is going to use. Uh, align with them. And like I said, that's uh, those are the things that Redland Solution makes it easy to do. So we support that. We support two-factor two authentication. Lots of the uh, security mechanisms that your IT department is accustomed to that they really demand out of their solutions today, Redland has that in our product. That's fantastic to hear. And uh, if people want to continue this conversation or learn more about Red Lion, uh, they can go to redlion.net. But, uh, but Barry, is there a better way for them to, to reach out, to ask questions, to get in touch with you and, uh, and to learn more about Red Lion and your products? Sure. I, reach out to me directly, barry.turner at redlion.net. Uh, so that's B-A-R-R-Y. 
Turner at breadlion.net. Uh, send me an email. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, uh, even if you're not buying products from us today, if you have an industrial application, you've got some concerns or questions or um, you, you know, want to know how to get uh, remote access to a site, something like that, uh, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Absolutely. There you go. Reach out to Barry directly uh, if you have questions, or of course, you can always go to redlion.net, continue your research, and uh, and learn more with uh, everything they have on their site there at redlion.net. Barry Turner, Technical Business Development Manager at Redlion Controls. Barry, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today, explaining a little bit more about secure remote access, why it's so important, and, uh, and your history and your career uh, with it up to this point. Barry, thank you once again for joining me. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. And everyone, thank you for tuning in today. Stay tuned for more content from Redline. We'll be back soon with more podcasts. But until then, for my guest today, Barry Turner, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening. 